Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. You can view the ministries at these following other locations as well. Goodhouse1968.airtime.pro Goodhouse1968.net Goodhouse1968.space blogtalkradio.com forward slash goodhouse1968 Also, if you'd like to make a donation or would like to support the ministries, you can by going to goodhouse1968.name and purchasing a musical tract or some of the ministry tracts. You can download these tracts uh, if you want without having to pay they're free, but if you'd like to leave a donation, you can by purchasing what and leave whatever amount you like. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. First sermon is about rest. As Second Chronicles chapter fourteen verse six says, because the land was quiet and he had no war during those years, because good had given him rest, that is, Judah, which shows how good is great to us if we do righteousness or good throughout our days. That's our days here on earth. So we want to practice righteousness and do <clears throat> holy things, which is the same. It just means clean things or clean righteous things. It means you're not deviating from the truth from the left or the right. So we want to keep on following the right path, the narrow path that leads to everlasting life. As Second Chronicles chapter 14 verse 7 says, Good has given us peace on every side for the children of Israel. So good gave the children of Israel peace from wars where they didn't have to get up every day and have to fight somebody or worry about fighting. For as long as they were obedient to the laws of the Bible or the Torah, Tanakh. At First Chronicles chapter 22 verse 9, you will have a son who good will give rest from all his enemies that surround him. His name is Shlomo, which, which shows good can give rest to the righteous. So we see here good giving rest to even the seed of uh, uh, one of the rulers of the uh, children of Israel. And good gave rest to him uh, because the land, because his parents were righteous and uh well, it's off and on with the children of Israel being obedient and disobedient. At Revelations fourteen, chap, Revelations chapter fourteen, verse eleven, says the smoke from their tormenting goes up forever and ever. They have no rest day or night. Those who worship the beast and its image and those who receive the mark of its name. This scripture here shows the destruction and no rest for the wicked. 
And when we speak of the wicked, if we're just going to take an example, the Illuminati, the Masons, witches, and black art practitioners, who actually put the three sixes on them physically, uh, and that is one aspect of receiving the mark of the beast. And they worshiped the, the devil. So this is something we don't want to do is practice black arts or worship idols, demonic gods made from stone or wood. Isaiah chapter 63 verse 14 says, As for Moshe and the children of Israel, the spirit of good had them rest, showing good's true love for us, to have us rest from wars and great destruction, having un from great destruction that's been unleashed on us in the last days. So here we see even in the last days, good is providing rest for us. And uh, this rest benefits us and as an individual, even as a whole, not to have to worry about destructive forces in our midst. At Zechariah chapter 11, verse 9, it says, I said, I am, I'm not going to shepherd you. Whichever one is going to die, let it die. Whichever is going to be destroyed, let it be destroyed. And the rest can all devour each other. Here the scripture is saying, let the wicked destroy each other like the herds of the... Of the in the pastures, let them devour each other. So this scripture was actually about a brother who was upset about uh, hurting a flock. But in the spiritual sense, it represents the destruction of the wicked. And the destruction comes in the form we are considered in that depiction as the herds, the wicked is considered that, not the righteous. And he's saying, let them die, let them die, let them devour each other, like in the 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 jungle, or the woods. So this was an actual, it's kind of like a parable, that is a spiritual parable uh, being applied today. So what we don't want to do is fall into the snares of Satan and his demons and be tricked in whatever way, form, or fashion. We want to pray for the truth, and we always want to pray for the truth. We don't want to deviate from the truth in any form or fashion, left, right, vertical, horizontal, in any direction. All right, let me begin the Bible reading. Okay, we're at the book, in the book of Samuel, and we're at first uh, chapter 1. And it goes to say, There was a man from Ramatayim to Zaphim in the hills of Ephraim, whose name was Anaka, the son of Yerachan, the son of Elihu, the son of Chaka, the son of Tezaph, from Ephraim. He had two wives, one named Hannah and the other Pinnah. 
And Hannah had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up from his city every year to worship and sacrifice to good Tzvad in Shiloh. The two sons of Eli, Hophni and Pinkars, were Kohanim of the good there. One day when Elkanah was sacrificing, he gave a portion of the sacrifice to his wife, Pinnah, and a portion to each of her sons and daughters. But Hanah he gave a double portion. Because he loved Hanah, even though good had kept her from having children, her rival taunted her and made her feel bad, because good had kept her from having children. He did the same every year, and each time she went up to the house of good, she, ta she taunted her so much that she would cry and not eat. Her husband Elkanah said to her, Hannah, why are you crying and why aren't you eating? Why be so bad? I am, not, am, am I not better to you than ten sons? So Hannah got up after they had finished eating and drinking in Shalom. Eli the Kohan was sitting on his seat by the doorpost of the temple of good. In deep depression, she prayed to good and cried. Then she took a vow, she said, Adonatizvat, if you will notice how humiliated your servant is, if you will remember me and not forget your servant, but will give your servant a male child, then I will give him to good for as long as he lives and no razor will ever come on his head. She prayed for a long time before good, and she did, so Eli was washing her mouth. Hannah was speaking in her heart. Her lips moved, but her voice could not be heard. So Eli thought she was drunk. Eli said to her, How long are you going to stay drunk? Stop drinking wine. But Hannah answered, No, my lord, I am very unhappy. I am a very unhappy woman. I have not drunk either wine or other strong liquor. Rather, I have been pouring out my soul before good. Don't think of your servant as a worthless woman, because I have been speaking from the depth of my distress and anger. Then Eli replied, Go in peace. May the God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. She replied, May your servant find favor in your sight. So the woman went on her way, and she ate, and her face was no longer sad. They got up early in the morning and worshipped good, then returned and came to the house in Ramah. Elkanah had sexual relations with Hannah, his wife, and good remembered her. She conceived in due time. She gave birth to a son, whose name was Samuel because I asked good for him. The husband Elkanah went up with all his household to offer the yearly sacrifice to good and fulfill his vow. But Hannah did not go up explaining to her husband, not till the child has been weaned. Then I will bring him so that he can appear before good and leave there forever. L live there forever, excuse me. Her husband Elkanah answered her, Do what seems good to you. Stay here until you have weaned him. Only may good bring, or Jehovah, bring about what he said. 
So the woman stayed behind and nursed the child until she weaned him. After weaning him, she took him up with her, along with three young bulls, a bushel of flour and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of good in Shiloh, even though he was just a child. After the bull had been slaughtered, the child was brought to Eli. And she said, My Lord, as surely as you, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here near you praying to good. I prayed for this child, and good has granted the request I asked of him. Therefore, I too have loaned him to good. As long as he lives, he is on loan to good. And he prostrated himself there before good. So we see her, she kept her word to good. She got a child. She was barren at first. And then she had a child. And she offered the child up as a, a servant of good. And she kept her word. And this is what we learned from this today. That we should keep our word with good. If we make, uh, if we say we're going to do something, we should do it. Now, if you're talking to demonic spirits or things like that that you think are good, when you learn the truth, you don't obey it or you deny it because those things would not coincide with righteousness. If it's a righteous act, then it coincides with God. All right, let me do the vocabulary, and then I'll be leaving. I didn't even open in prayer, and I forgot to do that. Excuse me. Okay, our first word is Hadassah, engineering or geometry. Our next word is Hadassah, electronique, electronic engineering. Our next word is Hadassah, geniti, genetic engineering. Our next word is Hadassah, binyan, civil engineering. Our next word is Hadassah, makchivim, computer science, computer engineering. And it seems like we have a lot of engineering here. Our next word is Adrolamosa Moshia Ayat. Adrolamosia Ayat. Confusion disorder. Our next word is Adrongenos M. Hermaphrodite. Our next word is Anima Min. Conviction. Our next word is Anima Amen. Amen. Anima Amen. And as basic dogma of the Jewish faith has formulated in the 11th century by the Mormonites, is to search one stout belief in God and ultimate redemption. All right, that is it for my vocabulary lesson, and I'll be leaving you guys now. You guys have a good one. Don't have time for prayer.